0: Hopefully you can hear me. Thanks, Tracy. Hi, welcome to um, Business Coach Power Hour. It's Monday, October 3rd. (laughs) So start of a new month. The last couple months were awesomely uh, busy. And when I say busy, please don't take that as um, like, What do you mean busy? I didn't have like this drove of clients come on. What I mean as busy is there has been a lot of um, actions, a lot of the accelerator bonus talk, um, just passing that on to our teams and our coach potentials and our current coaches and their teams. So for you all that are joining on this call, um, you take a lot of ownership over your coaches that you work with. So whether you're a business coach yet, or you're very close, because you, um, if you're on this call, you should have at least four senior coaches, which means any day now, sometimes doesn't feel like any day now, but any day now you're going to have that fifth senior coach. And sometimes they come out of nowhere. um, And sometimes they come from a coach that you have that has two clients. And one of those two clients becomes your last senior coach, not your actual sponsored coach, but in depth. So, always be thinking of that too. They they're going to come. Um so because it's the beginning of the month and um you know, really we want to identify what our business needs this month. That's kind of what we're going to just start talking about and this is very fluid. So, um if anybody has any questions or anything to add, just hop off mute or just drop it in the chat if you don't want to hop off mute. But really we're just going to talk about kind of how to set your month up. And what I do may not be perfect. We all kind of get our own jam as as leaders um, of our team. So um, Tracy, will you do the disclaimer or do you want me to do it? I can do it. I got it pulled up. Okay, thank you. Okay, just a reminder that Optivia makes no guarantee of financial success. Best with Optivia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the OPTAVIA income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. Thanks, friend. Yeah, thank you. Persistence really sticks out to me in this season because this is a very deep persistence season um and you really just have to like stay busy in the quiet season so that way you can bring the noise <laughs> when the loud season turns over which is like just upon us um pretty soon here so um what i um the first thing that i typically do obviously i i still fill out a map even as an integrated global and honestly my map is super helpful for me to um, uh, a really heavy part of it on the front anyway, obviously is client check-ins because all of my frontline volume doesn't just come from clients, because if you are an up and coming leader on this call, then you, um, your order has already been placed for the month. Cause that's just what we do in the first couple of days of the month, we all place our order. Um, so a lot of my volume is my team, my coaches that are you know, still on their health journey to a healthy weight or they're um, in maintenance, you know. So a lot of my frontline volume comes from that. But I do use my map to make sure I know all the clients I'm working with because this is a growing to FIBC and maintaining FIBC is a messy season. And what I have always talked to Jen and Gina about on my mentorship calls, it's like airplane wings. And you're constantly feeling like, okay, crap. I still have to call my clients this week. <laughs> like, Oh God, you know, like I have just been like reacting to my teams and growing and doing the things and, you know, posting and bumping the posts. And, um, I have learned that I can do a lot of like just word vomit action, which is just like, well, like just not organized action, or I can actually do focused action. So I have to have my clients written down that I actually check off that I called them every week. Otherwise I don't do it with all the teams that I'm working with and trying to balance this client support and client acquisition piece of this business, which is essential. Um, And coach acquisition is honestly in that energy. That's a lot of energy that we don't always want to spend when you guys have um, coaches to work with. So if you've got four senior coaches or more on this on this call or eds that you're working with. If you're doing their celebration calls, your airplane probably looks like this right now. I'm just guessing at least that's what mine looked like. I was not great at keeping up with client acquisition, client support, coach, new coach acquisition. I'm like, these people are flipping awesome. Like these people need me and I got to show up and I've got to step out of that football game and I've got to take the celebration call and that's amazing ownership. But if you can't balance the wings um, then your business will hit a major um, a major slowdown like mine did when I realized, oh, I haven't been working on this side of the airplane for a while. So now I ain't got nobody to play with when life happens to this, the people I'm working with on this side. And they need to just take a minute or they need, you know, they're just kind of in maintenance mode or they're kind of slowing down and you're like, wait, what happened? Like, I don't have anybody to play with right now. So I think that's the main thing that I always go into the month thinking, what does my business need? Um, And the very, very basic way to think about what does your business need is do you need time freedom or financial freedom? right now. So if you're, um, a business coach, you've taken on some time working with your senior coaches and doing all their celebration calls. Or if you're a national, got a brand new national on here. I see you girl. Um, if you are working and doing celebration calls for your, yep. For your ED teams, you can be busy, right? So you're not going to have time freedom right off the bat. So really what it comes down to is who, who am I working with and what does my business need? Um, and sometimes you need both. I love that Lisa. Sometimes you need both. You need new coaches and you need that time freedom, but you also need that financial freedom. So, um, we, you can really only run with two coaches really efficiently in a month. Um, Rachel, I don't, I I can answer that like in a factual way, but I'm not gonna be able to apply it really well. If someone else wants to answer Rachel's question, it's your generation zero is all your legs of business added up without the ED legs. And if that's wrong, someone can just pop off, but that's how I organize it in my brain. That's how I kind of separate. I just put total, Rachel, my total TGMV goes on my, um, yeah, my map. So I just include all of it at once. Um but you're going to pick the two coaches or maybe these are two clients that just did a sugar shot on the last day of the month and they're going to be your next two coaches, right? So pick the two that you're working with this month. Um and you know obviously that goes so far depending on where they're at in their journey. But you're going to want to pick the two that you're working with. So if you've kind of done your monthly homework that we do, I left my map a little bit bare so it's not just not showing like all the numbers and things, but, um, if you've got your map, then obviously like me, your, um, clients are all here. Like I've got my clients here. I've got my coaches, just my main team coaches that are ordering, um, over there. And this helps me kind of organize client support. Cause I still have to do good client support. And I still need to offer coaching to all those people consistently so that I can have two new coaches to work with next month because that is your goal <laughs> in a bird's eye view in the first week of every month, you've got to be like, who are my two new coaches I brought on last month. And if this side of the airplane looks like this, and you are working with your coaches way more than you are providing good client support and offering coaching to your clients and non-client people, then you got to balance those out. You you have to figure it out. You've got to time managed differently, you have to wake up a little earlier and do a power hour, whatever it takes for you to kind of manage these things. That's what you need to do. Um, but you should have two new coaches every single month. And yeah, I'm going to shit on you a little bit. Um, just because, you know, there are things (laughs) that I've learned in this business. When I stop bringing on new coaches every month in a few months from now, like six months, you notice that like I don't have anybody to play with. And this then you have to do a year's worth of back work (laughs) like I've done in the past in order to bring on new again, because it takes energy. So save yourself for that because you need it. Um, So figure out who your two are. How do you do that? Um, This obviously may take, depending on what, what your volumes look like, this might take leaning into your mentors a little bit and saying, hey, who are my two? If you're picking the same two coaches every single month that you know could get there, but they just aren't, and you've given them feedback and they are not quite ready to turn that on, then you need new. You need two new, (laughs) and one of your two partners might be you. So if you've got nobody in the wings, if you've got no, right now, I have so many excited clients. I had a lot of clients actually do their sugar shot. So like, I've got lots of people right now that I'm playing with because I've been putting in that time in the last six months to rebuild that energy that I put into building new while maintaining the airplane wings. Right. So, um, you might be one of your two coaches partners this month. If you've got nobody to play with. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm just like dumping on you guys a lot, (laughs) but just stop me or just come off mute. If you're kind of like, okay, um, one of mine just lost her dog. Oh, sad. Um, okay, good. Awesome. I'll just keep going. I'll just should on you guys all day long. Um, no, but, Um, This is kind of how my brain works. I'm not a naturally strategic person, big surprise probably to everyone. I'm a very natural relationship driven connection person. So for me to actually pause and feel and actually selectively work with two people um, was very hard for me and still is hard for me. If someone calls me and, and I know that they want my time and they want my mentorship, but I've passed the ball to them on things that I would love for them to do to grow their business. And I've given them that feedback and they just don't pass it back. I have to protect my time and no one else can teach you that except for you. That's a good question, Vicki. So sometimes one of your two coaches that you're working with um, is someone in depth. So like I said, I have actually have a coach right now who my direct Her direct sponsor coach is my client, was my original client. It was like, she brought on her sister as one of her first clients, really her only client, I think. And her sister wanted to coach. Her sister was coachable and teachable. And she started branding and she started doing the things. Um, And so I actually, because the sponsoring, my sponsoring client and her direct coach had life happen and had to pause and had to, you know, push, push pause on her program and her on her coaching journey. I worked, I just started working directly with that coach because this is something I didn't understand until it happened to me. You could have one coach with one or two clients. And if one of those clients becomes a senior coach or an ED or passes that direct sponsoring coach in any way, they're your First leg of senior coach or ED business. So it's a little bit confusing. This is why we talk about legs of business versus generations. Um, because you could have like, think of it like a family, right? I'm grandma, I have the daughter and a granddaughter. If the granddaughter wants to help a whole bunch of people and she runs to 20 clients and all of a sudden, you know, hits ED, that granddaughter is my first generation ED. Now, my daughter still just wants to help a couple people, a handful of people. That's great. I'm still going to support her and what she needs. I'm still going to ask her to bring me celebration calls because I want to find, you know, the gold in her business. If she's not really tapped into the passion of what this gift is, I'm going to find someone in that leg of business, the daughter, the granddaughter, the great granddaughter. I'm going to find somebody in that leg that's passionate. About this business. And then I've saved a whole leg of business by bringing on coaches, senior coaches, or EDs within that leg, even if some of the coaches don't have the vision. So make sure that if you're doing celebration calls and you've got this person that's like, I just want to coach a couple people. Great. I want to meet those couple people on a celebration call. And like, you bet your booty, I am offering coaching to them and I'm offering the sugar shot and I'm. You know, letting them know about the new incentive. And I'm, you know, excited for them. And because they're just like, yeah, I'm just helping my friend, my neighbor. So I'm always looking for that. So the generations of senior coaches and EDs, really, we talk more about EDs, are different than your legs of business, right? You have one leg of business, but the first generation in that leg, like in that scenario, the granddaughter in that leg, she's my first generation of EDs right? Because she's the first one that really has the vision in that leg of business and she becomes your ED. So if you're going for integrated national or global and you need one more ED, yeah, or they're posting in, their, in the page and you see them being active, search for the gold, right? They're your, they're your direct ED. They will count as one of your ED legs, as one of your generations of ED that you need to hit integrated national or integrated global, well, global director, right? Both. Um, so that's, what's great is that you don't need your direct sponsoring coaches or even their direct sponsoring coaches to, you don't have to beat them with a dead horse and for them to get this gift. You just want to meet everybody that they bring on and tap into their sphere, right? And utilize their sphere of influence, whether it's their church or their neighborhood, or you know, if they're not willing to post on social media, right? Get everyone on your church on plan. That's fine. I don't care. Let's do it. Bring them to me, right? Somebody in there is already my next ED, right? And the reason I talk a lot about EDs is that you guys will notice as you all grow your businesses from business coach to FIN, fully integrated national, which is three executive director legs out of five senior coach legs, um, is that uh, you guys, a lot of you probably know this already on here, but, um, executive directors are the biggest wealth building tool that we have in Optivia in growing your business in sponsorship. So this is why it's so very important For you to capture the coaches, like for example, last month, if you were to look through your connect and your tree view, and I know we've been doing this business powers for a little while. So, um, you know, you guys are somewhat familiar unless you're brand new with popping out the tree view and kind of looking at everybody's volumes from last month, those coaches that were associate director last month, whether they're your frontline or they're in depth, they're really your next EDs because there's not a lot of people that hit director. They, a lot of people pass director and they go from associate director to ED. It's just too quick of a, of a transfer and to not maximize the compensation plan. I mean, just, we gotta do that. <laughs> so um, be strategic with them as well for their sake, not just yours. But executive directors are the biggest wealth building tool that we have. Um, but you just have to make sure that you go wide enough right? Airplane wings. You have to be bringing on new, two new coaches every month. And I've not done that every month. Like I can look at the history and I can see when I've been like, oh crap, I've been doing this again with the people that are fun to play with and passionate. Um, and I haven't been bringing on new because that takes a whole lot of energy. And I'll be real with you guys. I have so many amazing people on here. I've got Pella's and the Rosichka's and Kaylee and Julie and Bethany and Megan. And I mean, I could go on and on and the Aronsons and Brooke and Patricia and like all my teams that like, I want to spend all my time with because they're my flipping people. And I just want to spend time with them like in real life, but also like, I'm just, I want to like work their business every day because I know that they're, you know, open to feedback, but you can't play in this pool of people that just already have this gift and the energy it takes to really awaken new people. It's a lot. I'm just going to be honest. It's a lot of energy. I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) Cause I have had a lot of turnover of brand new clients that are excited and posting sugar shots and I'm tired. I met everyone. I could at the store for sugar shot. Like I'm diving back in to keep the airplane balanced. Right. So, so this is where, yeah, Heather, Girl, energy, right? Where focus goes, energy flows, right? That was our call um, last week. And that is so true. Like you sometimes have to release the legs that are just barely hitting senior coach or just barely hitting ED at the end of the month because you need new to save your business. And maybe you do need income to pay your mortgage, right? So you have to release the people that you already know can do what they can do bounce the ball to them but move on right? So I'm'm I'm, I'm a little bit on my soapbox so I'm, I really want to give you guys like tangible tips but this is just when I like start the month, it's really um, it's really something hard for me to be strategic when I just want to work with the people that I love. But you need to pick two people that will grow your business to that next point. Does it help you to have three EDs? if you're not an FIVC probably not. If you don't have enough depth to get paid on, you don't need to, you don't need to have more eds it because it pays you deeper if you ain't got any deep legs. (laughs) So please like, you know, bring on new all the time so that you can go right wide while you're passing the skills to have your team grow deeper. Right. Because they'll do that if you do pass the skills. So, um, what if your daughter or granddaughter is doing good, but do not have the time or skills to grow their team brain on coaches, but need a lot of help. So Becky, that's a great, um, question if you're working with somebody. So this is where I would back up and just say, let's say your daughter. So, right. You're the, you're the grandma. So your daughter and your great granddaughter. So if your daughter that you brought on that first kind of leg of that first year, direct sponsoring coach, if they're doing good, but they really don't have the time or skills that they want to grow a business. Um, But they keep bringing on coaches. This is where you need to decide what does my business need, because you can't work with one leg of business and bring on five coaches for that coach so that eventually they hit FIBC without doing anything just because they keep bringing on coaches. And that's pretty rare to happen for them to bring on five coaches, and then you work with all five, and they just get to senior coach. It's pretty rare. It's happened before, and then the bad news is, is that you just gave someone an FIBC business who didn't work for it. <laughs> so that's why your mentors love you, but they ain't building all your legs of business for you. They're not going to do it. Okay, they're going to model it for you and help you in the beginning, and then they're going to back off. So for Becky. Yeah. You don't want to fall in that trap at all. So Becky, for, for this situation, what does your business need? Do you have, don't, don't answer this for real. Do you have five senior coaches already? Um, are you FIBC, which really you don't need five. You need like seven. Okay. Because life happens. This is seed planting season, right? So you'll have a couple coaches that might fall in and out of senior coach, even if they're doing all the things it happens. So really seven senior coaches is really what, if you have those, you're probably an FIBC or will be through the end of the year. Um, but you don't have to answer this, but if you don't have seven coaches wide that are passionate about this and, and that could mean different things, they have different drivers, but they're just doing the do and they're, you know, receptive. If you don't, first of all, we're always building new on this side of the airplane, but if you do have that wide of a business, then you can help that one coach. They're one of their coaches and you're really going to pick the person that they're bringing on. If they're just really good at bringing on coaches, guess what? But they're not doing the work to brand or to you know really put in the time to power hour and A to Z. Guess what their coaches are going to do? Exactly what your kids do. When you say, do as I say, not as I do, right? I know we said no electronics on Sundays. The mom just has to check this one thing, right? Doesn't matter. They're going to do exactly what their direct coach does. If they're not branding, if they're not, if they're not um, bringing on clients, if they're not active in the support page, they're going to do exactly what that granddaughter is going to do, what their daughter, what your daughter is doing, no matter how great you are. I'm going to be honest with you. So what you're doing is you're really looking for a granddaughter that they're bringing on as a coach. That's going to do all the things you do because they're the gold in that leg and they're going to be your next ED and your next FIBC, right? So this is where you have to decide what am I, how deep am I working in this leg? Because if I'm barely hitting FIBC by the skin of my teeth every month or, or for me, um, global a couple of times, just barely kind of hitting with those five, it was a struggle Yeah. It's, it can be a ripple effect of your weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, it can, you're going to see those play out. It truly, truly will. Because even though you tell them, okay, we don't really do this, but this one time I'm going to just edit the kit. And this is just the one thing that I switch and whatever, like it's going to happen in your whole organization. It just, it will, that one little degree of separation ends up being a huge change over time when, if you had stayed the course and you would have gotten there a lot more efficiently. So So please, the ripple effect is big, but Becky, I hope that helps with who your two is. If you're working with her, um, because if she's got great potential and she's just growing slowly, you're not going to build all those coaches to senior coach. You're going to help her with one or two, and then you're really going to get quiet. And I have to be real with you guys. I have had a few mentorship calls with several people on this call in the last six months in the last, maybe three months about. Actually, my advice to them was to get quiet in the threads of the coaches that aren't doing the do. So that's not a very common piece of advice, but if you are consistently the one who's, you know, your coach keeps bringing on coaches and they, you know, they're doing the things and they, they kind of like, they just drop them. It's like a baby. They just drop the baby on your doorstep. And they're like, there you go. There's a new coach done my job. Like I'm going to go, You know to dinner with my family now and turn off my phone. And it's like, they can't just drop the newborn baby and, and leave. Okay. So they need, they really have to take ownership. And when that keeps happening and you notice a trend, cause I, and you guys may not be experiencing this, but I have three teams separately who are experiencing this in three of their teams that are really trying to grow to FIVC. And they are noticing that They're doing a lot of the work and they're past those one or two senior coaches that they've helped build. So now they have to get quiet and those coaches will not get the mentorship that they deserve from you because that needs to start coming from that coach. That granddaughter is not getting what she needs because your daughter is not doing it. And so you can just love on her and give them space, but you can't keep showing up for the granddaughter, like, you know, past or you need to. So it all comes down to kind of what you need. Yeah, Heather, I got you, girl. Yeah, this is all, all pretty, this happens. So um, Krista, yeah.
1: Okay, hi, um, I had a quick question. I love that you said that about being quiet because I can be super loud and annoying. (laughs) I'm just going to be really real. I'm just working on it in the news feeds of people who aren't moving. So I need to shut up and like be silent, but it's hard. Um, but my question is when I'm passing those skills down to my coaches in order for them to take extreme ownership in their business, what I've done is told them to really focus on. Um, teaching their coach, like the questions to ask from the system. So it doesn't turn into like a 30 minute conversation with their client and pointing out to get really excited on day four to bring them to a celebration call. Just like those two things. Is there any other feedback you can give me? Cause I have a lot of like beginning of the month um, coach check-ins and they have a lot of new coaches under them. And I just want to be as effective on those calls with them the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. So depending on where, and you can
0: direct me if this is where you're going with this, or if this is um, answering your question, but depending on where your coach is, so let's pretend I'll just make it up. um, Let's pretend that you're working with an ED, like, so your direct coach or, or yeah. Okay. So the, the coach that you're working with, there may be a granddaughter in there or a daughter in there and you're working with the ED, right? So you're working with this ED who has the passion in this, in this um, vision and they want to grow the business um, because they're an ED, the things that I know that they are capable of, and it makes sense for them to spend their time on is training health assessments with their potential coaches or current coaches, if they're not done with that. So that's really in their court. Obviously I'm a backup for that, but, you know, letting them take extreme ownership and not hopping on, like it's been 24 hours since they dropped that practice assessment time. Like, where are we at? <laughs> like, you know, because I'm, if I've already helped them with raise a senior coach, I'm not jumping on every person who's coming in. And now there's a season, right? If they're going through a death in their family or they just moved across the country and they barely know what day it is, there's a time where we help out and we step in. But honestly, in all those moments, because I had all those happen in my business, I still was the first person on that practice assessment. I still made time to do those things. And so I have to think back to, that type of extreme ownership, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely helping them, um, in those times. But if you've already shown them how to grow a senior coach, like, meaning you were the one who did a lot of those practice assessments with their first couple coaches, right now they're ed. They should have done a whole lot of assessments for the most part to get to, ED. I don't care if you went in a, in a month or if you went in six months, you've done a lot of assessments at that point. So they can do those with the coach. Great. They can help their new coach with those journey kickoff on the day one through four check-ins. So pointing them to the system and just helping them say, Hey, remember when you and I had that talk about how your first five clients, the amount of client support you take is really the same that it took me once I hit ED to support my clients because I actually use the system and it wasn't my best friend and my mom and my sisters that talked my ear off an hour, every check-in it was, you know, I started to branch out. So helping pass those things. Hey, remember we talked about that really showing them to follow the system early on. You're not going to be able to help it when those brand new coaches help their five closest friends and family. And they're on the phone for an hour. If that's what happens, you're just going to have to edify them when that happens. So But yes, passing those skills on and letting them know um, that, yeah, you're going to meet Krista when you hit a week, you know, we'll let them know you're, you're helping that ED model that with their new coach. So they are more than capable of doing that kind of stuff. Coach explorers, depending on the ED, honestly, like I really do. I I push my EDs to do their own coach explorers. I want them to bring me a few. So that way they kind of hear it modeled because it's not like an exact science all the time but there's kind of a general flow to it. Um, And then I just say, let's chat about, you know, any questions or how that went once they're doing their own. So they can definitely do those things. Where we want to be careful is not releasing an ED too much to where they have so much extreme ownership that, you know, they, all their time is kind of sucked into that and they're not supporting their own clients, which means they're not going to keep, you know, really bringing on new, a lot of new clients or bringing on new coaches to get to that point. So you just want to be sensitive to kind of how quickly they're growing and help them out. I've had a coach who's on this call that like has, she knew one of her coaches was running to uh, FIBC and integrated national and pretty much like right after that. And really was kind of like, okay, I'll take this one. You take that one. Like, I mean, really they like tag team because they knew their efficiency, but you don't have enough time in the day. So depending on when you get those people that are just like wildfire growing, then as a mentor, you can step in and say, great, I'll take this senior coach person who's running and you take that senior coach person who's running and you can help them like that. Um, but when it's just kind of one at a time where they're steadily bringing them on, then and that's you're doing perfect by I say passing those skills system. But they should really walk that's how I approach it that they should really walk their new coach through that first client. That's that's really my recommendation is walking them through that kickoff and the nights one through four check in if they don't let them that's a different that person's not super coachable they probably won't be around a super long time. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely with that first client and then with the next one, you know do one, see one, teach one kind of thing with that next one. They're asking, Hey, how did that kickoff call go?" And it was your first one on your own. So like teaching them just to check in on how did that go? Then the next time, you know, they've got it down.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good nuggets. Thank you. Appreciate that. And if they're not an ED, (laughs) so that's
0: a totally other story. Cause if that, if they're obviously not an ED and they're just like, Let's say they're a manager and they feel super confident and they've done enough health assessments where they could be an ED, but they're not, which means they really haven't done whatever work is missing to hit that point. Then when they are, um, they have a new coach that comes on, like you're doing it all. I don't pass off any new coaches to anyone in really any capacity, um, until they hit ED.
1: Gotcha. After- Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've just learned that too many things get missed, but also it actually gives people kind of the mindset where they're stepping into mentorship when they haven't actually gotten to that point yet in their skill sets. And so it gives them kind of this false sense of security. And then they go like this really early on and they just totally drop off on the things that they really needed to double down on to even get to ED and then they go like this because they're supporting two coaches that they have that aren't doing anything. So, and that's just a generalization, but they just go into this like, okay, great. Like I can do this with them. You know? So I get that they're skilled, but I help my coaches who have the vision understand I'm actually here to save you time. So I'm going to do the training assessments until you get to CD. I'm going to do those first client check-ins and journey kickoff and all that stuff with your coaches, clients, until you get to ed and then you can take that over but i need you to keep doing the things that you need to spend time on instead of those three hours in the week that you would have spent with your coaches you could have done three power hours that would have actually gotten you to where you're going to benefit from senior coaches because if you don't hit ed and you don't get your volume to six thousand, your benefit's going to be a lot lower than if you get there and then you're going to notice these people that i'm mentoring and you're mentoring They're going to get to ed and you're going to be like what happened to me and you're like well that's what i'm for so i'm very careful not to pass any kind of duties on to anyone who's not an ed and even then you know i use discernment with kind of where they're at thank you you're welcome and again i'm not making things wrong like if things are happening differently you know, reach out to your mentors. You guys have freaking awesome mentorship. Like the amount of people that I look up to in this business that I ask questions of that are just amazing. And, you know, maybe they found that things work a little differently in certain scenarios, but in a generalization, I've noticed that all the things that I've been taught and like the milestones in this business to pass skills on, they're so true. Like when Gina and Jen say, yeah, I really don't pass anything on till that point. That's, I, I, I've found myself. I've done it too soon. And sure enough, it stunts their growth because they slip into this little mentorship type role, which they're not ready for. Um, I'm just like, okay. I hope this is helpful at all. You guys, I love you so much. Um, okay. On your map, I will tell you that I, I love the watch list. I don't know. Like, is anybody on here not using the watch list? I'm kind of like obsessed with the watch list. Um, but if anyone on here is not using the watch list, let your mentors know, you know, they can kind of walk you through it. Um, I know it was dropped in the, okay. All right. So you don't have the uh, Mac yet. Okay. Debbie, I love it too. Okay. And Sarah, you're not doing it yet. Well, I love it because it is the map. It is your tree view. It's like a real, you know, time version. And it's just a little bit less like handiwork, math work, right? So what I, um, what I will do is before I had the watch list, I would use the back of my map, which I still write it out. And again, I, I don't want to write details for my people, um, but I will write out coaches working to different ranks that I am really at this point for me, it's like who I'm there global for. So, um, like, I don't need to work with Tracy Pella's team or Shannon's team or Julie's team or Kaylee's team. Like, I mean, you know, it's like, there's certain teams that I work more in depth with and, and others that I just honestly mentor. So I will write on the back of my map, different coaches. So I start because the front has my senior coaches, right. That are working towards senior coach and, um, and I can visualize them really easily. I will start the back with my senior coaches that are working to ED and then my ED teams working to FIBC. Uh, and this is in depth too, you guys, because I'll have an IND team and they have two coaches that are working to ED or FIBC, right? And it's fun because I'll have them in the, you know, FIBC realm working to national to fin and, um, and it's fun to kind of include them and see as they grow, that that means that they're going to, you know, um, grow in leadership in their next rank too, um, as these teams grow. So I usually will write in here and I'll write, um, because we all need a spare. So I'll write six lines underneath each team, starting from ED working to FIBC all the way down to those working to global and beyond, um, and um, I'll write in like their projected volume, which you can either use from the watch list or you can use in connect. You can pop out the tree view and connect is under engage. I don't think I can share my screen, but tree view, um, if you haven't done it before is under engage. And then tree view is one of the options there under define your, I mean, above define your own reports. And then you can actually pop out all the teams and you can actually track kind of their senior coaches, like how they're growing. Another thing, oh yeah, Heather, I would totally start jumping on that. If you've, um, if you have the watch list, it's so easy for you to learn, like tech wise, it's, it's so much easier, um, it's it's really easy. Um, and then Jasmina, you do the watch list with only projected FQV and all coaches report. Well, the watch list. So there's a, um, oh um, so in, so in the Google, uh, form for the watch list, there's like a little, um, instruction. So it's like, um, how to use, how to show a team member, how to use this, the reports that we run daily, we run three reports that go in the watch list. So I'll copy this document into the comments and you guys can use yeah, Sarah, that the video is a little bit tough because it's really long. Um, so I like doubled down on the playback speed to get through it a little quicker. But that watch list Google doc that I dropped does have just step-by-step instructions, Jasmina. So I actually run three reports and then monthly I run the, um like the, once the month closes out, I'll run the reports from the past couple months that we need also, but it's all in the watch list document. So if you guys need that, I would say just go through that line by line. And kind of practice it and then just just mean uh you know just double check with jen like that that she you're kind of running all the all the ones but canceled report is the one that you're missing from those three um and you can't go back and run them obviously as you guys have found out so just make sure you run them at some point in that day um and you can even load the watch list later if you can't um load it up so once i know the two i like i'll i still want to know the coaches that i'm working with right So I'll write down all the coaches that I'm working with, um, that I know are in, like, these are their milestones that they're reaching. And, um, and then I will either cross-reference in the watch list, like their projected volumes, their senior coach legs. I also, if you guys, um, use a whiteboard, I know some of you use a whiteboard and essentially I kind of do the same thing on the back of here on my whiteboard, where I have found the whiteboard to be a little bit extra helpful is with a, a lot of new coaches, um, especially that like health coach to senior coach, you know, kind of milestone. That's really helpful to me because I'm not going to remember if you're working with multiple coaches or if you have Bethany, let's pretend like you have eds, you know, that you're working with that are bringing on coaches and you really are their training coach you need to keep track of like, how many practice HAs have we done? And, you know, all of that. So whether you write it on the back of your map, or like, I have these, um, I have these whiteboard little um, like, they're kind of like tasks, like to do tasks. And I, I can actually write down like, these are my training coaches right now. I guess there's four of them. Um, but I can actually write them in here. And then like I know who we're talking to tomorrow with this one is Jesse. So these are my in-training coaches and there's one, two, three, four, five little bubbles. So I know there's stuff like this, like on Amazon or you can make your own, you don't need to buy something but you can use a whiteboard and you can actually keep track of it like this or just on the back of your map which is fine too. And you can actually keep, tra- keep track of like who's in training, for example. So there are things where if they're, you know, essentially not your two, or maybe they are your part of your two that you're working with this month because you need new. And <laughs> so you've got new coaches and training, then I'm keeping track of them. Cause that's kind of where we're at. Like we're really, again, we've been pouring a lot of energy into this side of the airplane because we work with so many amazing people that we need to really filter our energy into, you know, offering coaching and connecting with more people and bringing on new, which everyone always needs to do. So I'll keep track of their training assessments here. And uh, I know she's done her training assessments. She actually, um, I will put coaches that are working um, to senior coach on here too. And then even coaches that are working to ED, you can kind of keep track. If you like to write them down and update it throughout the month, you can keep track over here, whether they have like their client number, like you can put their senior coach teams here. If you want to like put all five, you know, as they're working to FIBC, you can use these for, senior coach legs that you're bringing on. So you guys can, you know, kind of play around with it. I use my map a whole lot more just because we're literally gone a lot. So I use my map because I can take it places, but I make sure that the two coaches that I'm working with, um, this is where I really inspect what I expect from them. Do your two know that they're your two? <laughs> Cause I've made the mistake of not really kind of saying, Hey, you know, like, have I connected with them this month in October? This is the week where you want to connect to your two and you need to call them up. You know, like, I love the business thread, but like, we don't use the phone enough. I find most of my coaches don't use the phone enough. So pick up the phone (laughs) and call them or send them a text and say, Hey, when are you free in the next couple of days, but make sure they know that you're, there are part of your two. So it doesn't need to be that you know, you're saying you're my strategic partner this month, but really what you're saying is, Hey, this is the month we're going to get you to senior coach, you know, or this is a month, like you're going to hit ed. Like we're we're going to do this. Like if I just, you know, come alongside you this month, super closely. And we work side by side together. Um, you know, would you, you know, give me that, that time and energy and let's make this happen. And really getting their buy-in is where we miss the step a lot because they can be your two. And you're just like, okay, here's what you need to do. I just looked at your page and make sure you do this and change your profile if I don't do this. And, but do they have buy-in? Like, you know, are they gone 12 days this month on a cruise and you didn't know that? And they're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to turn off for 12 days because I didn't buy the Wi-Fi on the cruise ship. So, and you're just sitting there pouring into them. So really making sure that you get their buy-in Um, and you're changing your two throughout the month if you need to. Okay. So call your two this week, like today or tomorrow and call them really soon. Then actually connect with them. Hey, this is the month we're going to get you to ED. You know, we're going to get you to that. I know you wrote associate director on your map. Like, let's just go for ED. You're so close. I mean, just being able to, we don't want to set them up for disappointment, but, or for, you know, we're not trying to just blow smoke up you know, anywhere, but really what you're saying is like, Hey, if you, you know, if you are coachable and you're open, I would love to pour into you and come alongside you super close this month and let's get it done. You know, let's get you there. This is so exciting. You're three clients away or you're four clients away or whatever. And so really kind of giving them that, that buy-in. Um, and then the new Denise, yep. That's kind of where I keep track of like my brand new coaches that I'm training with. I kind of keep that, honestly, that's a little bit more separate, um, from like my map is my brand new people that I'm training with. Um, but those are your new. So the new, if you're the F I B C for the new coaches, um, like we talked about, then that's you, you're doing the training assessments. You're, you know, helping them put in that first order. You are the one helping come alongside them in everything for that first client. Okay. So that can be a lot and be messy, especially if you guys have just really realized again, you know, they're going to do what they see us doing, not what we say to do. So if you've got some mess in aisle nine to clean up because you used to do it one way, or I should say you used to maybe not do certain things that are in the system. And all of a sudden you're like, oh man, like my mentors are right. Like I really should be following that. And you're expecting all your dead Direct coaches or frontline or people to just all of a sudden have the aha you had, they won't. I'm just letting you know. So, when you have a big pivotal shift in your mentorship and your thinking, and all of a sudden you dive into being, you know, just that next level of teachable, coachable, you know, hey, what's next? And hey, what can I do better? And what else could I do differently? Don't expect everyone else to have that shift. Really, your focus goes to new. I don't want to say like release people too soon, but just, I just want to let you guys know, sometimes you're really working in depth, but it can get messy. So if you have a bunch of new, you know, coaches that are brought on, um, in depth, then yes, write those down Denise to the new and for the new, I mean, you know, you know, pretty soon a new coach I'm talking to every day or every other day, like it's a lot. And I'm talking over the phone over the phone, not just in messenger. This is not just, Hey, great job on this. Hey, like if I have to, and I can't get hold of them and they're in a meeting for four hours, I'll send them a voice text. Hey, you know, I know we didn't get to recap that health assessment, but you did awesome. You know, I would say, you know, make sure next time that you share your story, even though you think they know it, let's practice that, you know, whatever. So yeah, they don't know what they don't know. So make sure new coaches you are connecting with. And if they're not they are not coachable and teachable and actually taking your calls, then they can be new all they want and you can help them support that one client that they're, they're helping, but I'm not pouring my time into them, right? So there's a difference between actually having a strategic partner that's working with you and actually bouncing the ball back and forth um, and just someone who you would love to work with. It's very different. Um, so once you know you're two um, and you've got their buy-in, then you really want to see where they're at. And I've usually done this before I call someone for their buy-in, because if I'm getting someone's buy-in over the phone for my time and my mentorship, then I am usually there right there with that next ball. Okay. Awesome. I noticed that we haven't changed your profile photos since June. <laughs> Can you update, update that today with the side-by-side that I dropped in your business read? awesome. Don't forget a caption. Great. You know, or walk them through how to do that. If they've never done that, um, maybe they, you know, think they want a business or they just want to help people. And so do you stop mentoring them? Because this is a big mistake I've noticed is that not a mistake, but this is where a lot of us slip up is that you have somebody who, oh yeah, I just want to help my friends and family. But every time you kind of tell them something, they go and do it. And every time you kind of say, okay, great. Can you just like reply to everybody from your sugar shop then and tell them, thank you. Because, you know, we want to reach more people. If they're just going to coach one person, like I I want to, I want them to, I want to find the people in there that want to coach more than one person. I want to be able to pass this gift along. So, and are they doing it right? So be, be cautious of those people who are like, I'm just going to see what happens but then they're they're doing all the things. <laughs> so you can keep bouncing the balls. Don't be afraid to ask those coaches, "Hey, you know, it'd be a great idea to update your profile photo with this side-by-side, you know, that I put together." Like offer it to them. So they may not understand what being strategic means um because that's not really the language that I use, but if they're just thinking, "Oh, I just want to help whoever comes my way, but they keep passing the ball back and forth, then I'm going to keep leading them to that because I know what it takes for people to come your way. You've got to get visual on social media. So looking at kind of where you can give feedback to people is is key. And early on, um, invite them to a power hour because these coaches, most of them, the brand new ones are working nine to five or whatever, right? So invite them to, if your coach does, I know I do an evening power hour on Monday. So if you guys have anyone on your heart, Invite them to my power hour tonight, right? Like I do one with our organization and other organizations do one um, during the week at night. Morris Tribe has three of them now, right? Two, Wednesday, Thursday. So um, yeah, two of them, I think. So, I mean, invite them to the evening ones to really get them kind of understanding that like, oh crap, like these people are cool. They work together. They love this. Oh, perfect. So Michelle and Carrie do one tonight. Yep, I do one tonight. Um, Wednesday and Thursday is the Morris tribe one, invite them early on so they can really see what it's about. Because honestly, so many people don't even understand the connection that they need until they experience it. Just like people didn't know they needed program and the Tuesday night calls or the mentorship or the, that, you know, just, just that someone pouring into them until they got it. And then they were like, I need more of this. Right. So, um, oh, perfect. Wade's due on Monday one, two. Awesome. Um, well, those are organization based, Michelle. So um so ask um, ask your direct, is it Jen? Ask her if there's another um, that's a good question. I don't know about joining other teams' power hours. I never thought about that. Um I don't really think it'd be a big deal, but I never thought of it. So, um so yeah, I can I can message you. Um, but yeah, so invite them early on to join, um, those times, because I think that is just so important for them to see kind of what that community looks like. Um, And we're not trying to overwhelm them and say, great, now you're going to do seven of these a day. (laughs) That's not what we're saying. We're just saying, hey, like, here's really kind of what we do and kind of how we approach this and how we connect with people so that you can help whoever comes your way. (laughs) Right. Um, So making sure you're offering that to people. Um, and then if you're two that you pick throughout the month, if they're not bouncing the ball, if you can't get them on the phone for a mentorship call, I have a coach right now that I'm like, Hey, you know, I would love to hop on. I would love to help give you actions and tips for the nooks and crannies. Cause the last time we talked, it was like, gosh, this is, you know, it can be a lot. And I just started this job and I'm like, great. I'm here to mentor you, but I'm not going to beg for it. Right. Right. And so if they're not your two and they're not bouncing the ball, then you're picking someone else or you're doubling down on this side of the airplane. You are doubling down on power hours. You are offering coaching to three more people that day. You are your partner. And what would you recommend your partner do if you had a brand new coach to mentor? Would you recommend they do a power hour? Then do it. Would you recommend that they do a live? Then do it because you're the partner you are that person. If you've got nobody new to play with and you just been playing and keeping afloat the same team, right. Which it can feel like in this season, because there's not always, I mean, I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like we're blowing it up for this seed planting season, just in general, in the Morris tribe. Like, I feel like we ain't doing so shabby, <laughs> like we're doing good. Yes. There's some disappointment and there's definitely, you know, some, a little bit of quiet going on, but I feel like you know, there's, you can still reach so many people that are going to hop on right now. Yeah. You'll be your partner. Um, okay. So once you have picture two, you've got their buy-in, you've actually bounced a ball to them and said, great. Can you update your profile photo? Awesome. If they're not branding, Drop them the video about the branding service um, or offer them or the video about branding, and then drop them the info about the branding service if they have no time. I just talked to a coach in depth, and her coach is on here who is insanely busy middle school, I think teacher, literally seven a m to seven pm sometimes at the school, no subs, no breaks. I mean, God bless our teachers because they're just like just going through everything. Um but I mean, I right away was like, you need the branding service. This is what we're going to (laughs) do because you don't need to be in your social media three times a day. You need to be in once when you wake up and once when you go to sleep and you need to maximize your time besides the nooks and crannies that you'll get to do some A to C, right? Which she won't have a lot of in the beginning, but she can get a lot of low hanging fruit from branding right away. It's not going to be the deep fruit of every single one of her 1000 friends, maybe, but guess what? 300 of them, 30% or so of her friends list is gonna just see the branding without her digging deep and doing A to Z yet she's gonna capture a lot of low-hanging fruit and she's gonna build to ED probably with that low-hanging fruit with her sphere. That's not true for everybody. So be careful when you say that to someone, which I didn't say to her, but I know is gonna happen. She has a lot of low-hanging fruit because she's had a huge outreach on just a few posts. And I know if she got consistent with branding, she's gonna tap into that really low-hanging fruit and you won't keep doing that. Um, If you have like 200 Facebook friends, you can't tell someone that you're just gonna go ED probably but I know that this one might. So when you have when you have enough experience with that, you can kind of, you know what to really help people and guide them and mentor them to. Branding obviously is a non-negotiable, but usually I tell people branding is 50% and A to Z is the other 50%. You don't just build a business with branding. That's a very, very low maintenance activity that keeps your current clients somewhat. Okay, I just feel like I chatted with you guys for an hour. (laughs) Hope this was somewhat helpful. If you are in the, um, you know, the running defable page was created for EDs who have at least two senior coaches. So you should all in theory be in there. Um, but if you are, there's a really nice monthly breakdown of activities. I mean, I could even just show you really fast. So you can take a screenshot. You can decide if it's helpful for you, but in that running to Fibble group, I like the monthly activities because it does give you some direction. I total admission. I am such a connection person. But once I also know my two, I know where I'm going with them. So I don't follow this to a T if I'm being super honest. Um, but it's super helpful when you're like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Here we go. Oh, weird. It's like, this is a, um, oh, here we go. Found it guys. Here we go. I'm just going to share my screen really quick so you can see it. Let's just not show my watch list, shall we? Can you see the Facebook page? Yeah, okay. I see Bethany thumbs up. Okay, so week one, that's where we're at here. Week one. So if you need like super five action steps right here, great. Um, here it is. Starting the month with intention. We're picking two people, personal message of coaches. I call them. I just, I call them up. You can personal message your other coaches that, Not that, you know, they're not your two, but that are kind of your backup too, right? You know that, and here's where the trap is. If you had an associate director last month, they should really be hitting ED this month. That's really pretty common pattern. But if they're not doing the work and they're ready to turn off because falls, they're sweater weather and they're, you know, drinking apple cider all day long, like, You know, then you have to really evaluate, like I can, I can give you the tools and, and, you know, offer you the buy-in, but they have to take it. Right. So there are other coaches that you can send messages to, um, that you can definitely offer, you know, Hey, you know, if you need any guidance this month on where to spend your time, I love that kind of option. Hey, let me know if you need guidance on where to spend your time for October. Um, you were so close to director last month, or you were this many clients from ED, like so excited for you, you're impacting so many lives, or if you just need them to bring you celebration calls, guys, just have them bring you celebration calls and look for the gold in that leg, because it may be their granddaughter or their great granddaughter that becomes your ED. (laughs) And that's really the biggest wealth building tool we have is to continue to grow those EDs. So look for that gold in this business for sure. But if you need this, this business coach power hour is in the, um, running to Fibble page. And I just searched monthly actions is what I searched. And it was one of the posts that came up. Um, but here's a great place just to kind of start. And obviously I'm such a different such a go with the flow. Oh, Lynette, you're amazing. Thanks for dropping that in there. Um, yeah, make the call Misty. Just it's it again, it takes energy. Don't let it like dip your airplane because it takes energy, but you really, really do have to call to get people's buy-in and to hear their voice and to hear what they're going through. And sometimes you just pause and you just go, how can I help you this month? because wow i had no idea that you were dealing with that can i just say a prayer for you can i just you know what can i do can i send you a a meal from like do you have a meal train going with that or you know like what can i do so sometimes you just find a space where you can actually love them when you call them to get their buy in so oh you're welcome i hope it was helpful jen is going to have fun watching this replay um I love you guys so much and, um, ask your business coach if I said anything that you were like, what's she talking about? Because I might have, who knows? Oh man. Oh, thanks. Jasmina. Okay, guys have an awesome, uh, rest of your Monday. Just making sure I didn't miss any questions in the chat. Super. Okay. Oh, hi, Jill. I'll tell Tony. Hi. Bye guys.